Greetings and salutations, listener. Welcome back to another edition of the Coco and Daltz podcast. Remember us? We review movies and movies. <laughs> and TV shows like we're reviewing today. Oh, and TV shows on streaming services such as Netflix, Amazon Prime, Apple Plus, HBO Max, and Zippy's Fabulous TV Shows. Also Disney Plus. And Disney Plus. Although we haven't done a Disney Plus in a while. Although we're doing a big one coming up, aren't we? We are. This is all me. So. Oh, by the way, I'm not Coco. And I'm not Dolls. And so before we get too sidetracked here, Coco, what are we reviewing today? Today, speaking of TV shows, yes. we are reviewing the brand new season of Kids in the Hall. Oh, man. That was just released recently on Amazon Prime Video. If you aren't aware, Kids in the Hall uh, originally ran for five seasons uh, from 89 through 95 on the CBC. They are five Canadian guys. Dave Foley, Bruce McCullough, Kevin McDonald, Mark McKinney, and Scott Thompson. Look at you. They're a Canadian comedy troupe. Uh, they did, you know, a sketch comedy show, mm-hmm. a la Saturday Night Live, Mad TV. Second City. Second City, correct. So they've been off the air since 95. They've done a movie and another non comedy show since then they've also gone on tours they've each done their own things here and there like Mm -hmm. dave foley was on news radio but Mm -hmm. amazon prime video commissioned a sixth season of the original sketch comedy show so they are back they are back kids in the hall with eight episodes in the 25 ish minute range Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very digestible yeah so, uh, got anything to add to that summary, Dalton? No, it was perfect. <laughs> like I love. Exactly. So, what did you think of the new season of Kids in the Hall? So, loaded question. <laughs> so, just a little bit of background first, listener, because, uh, so I grew up in Toronto. And as you may have know, because, you know, you are an ardent and f- deep follower of our podcast, so you know all the facts about us. Um, grew up in Toronto and... In those days, Kids in the Hall was on the CBC, like Coco said, and it was played late at night. So it was one of those things that was edgy, and it was like Saturday Night Live, Canadian Saturday Night Live. Uh, it, was, it came on, uh, it came about after Second City SCTV, and it was a lot edgier. And it was kind of like this late night, come home from a bar, watch show. And... I like to say this, that Kids in the Hall has picked up exactly where they left off in the <laughs> late 80s, early 90s, in that they're not funny at all. Aww, <laughs> what? I was, I was in pain watching this. Um, I, I could tell because you did look at your phone a lot. You always say that. I always look at my phone. I know, but... I'm just seeing like what, you know, if, if I got some DMs or anything like that. <laughs> Hey, ladies who watch good TV, hit me up. My girlfriend is watching this crap, and I got some time on my hands. I don't want to pay attention to it. So uh, Kids in the Hall, I I never got Kids in the Hall the first time around. You know, the chicken lady and the squishing your head, and, you know, I watched it. I, I tried. I really tried back in the day. Sober and not sober. 
And I think clearly you need to be not sober to enjoy this. They were clearly not sober when they wrote a few of the sketches. (laughs) And I props to them for trying again. I don't think they've lost anything. I think they're just as unfunny as they were earlier. Wow. Um, So... So you're going to give this less than a seven, which is what you give everything. (laughs) It might be like a 6.8 or something like that. Aw, (laughs) buddy. So I was not a fan in those days, and they are consistent, and I'm not a fan. I mean, there are moments where it was was pretty funny, and I I really like all the guys. Like, the personalities are really good. You know, Bruce McCullough, Kevin McDonald, Scott Thompson. I really like all the guys, all five of them. Uh, Mark McKinney and Mark uh, and um, Dave Dave Foley, obviously, too. Um, I really like all the guys, and they're sort of around my age like they're a little bit older than me the youngest one is dave foley and he's 59 yeah and so they're a little bit older than me but uh, you know i'd like to say a lot older than me but it's not really true um so that we're kind of of the same same generation and that sort of thing and scott thompson is from the same town i am in, in in ontario um suburban toronto and uh i just really wanted to like it and the, the, the teasers were really funny. I, I kept saying to Coco, I said, we got to watch this. This looks really funny. And I didn't think it was funny. So Coco, now that I've rained on your parade. You have. And I'm sleeping on the couch. You are. What did you think of this new iteration of Kids in the Hall? Well, since you shared your background with Kids in the Hall, yes. I will share mine. Yes, please do. Uh, my background with Kids in the Hall is basically the exact opposite of adults. I am not Canadian. I grew up in the American Midwest where we did not have the CBC. Oh. So I did. How did you get by? And I was also like 12 years old when Kids in the Hall debuted. (laughs) So we weren't watching Kids in the Hall in the Coco household. I didn't discover Kids in the Hall. Like I heard of them, but I didn't actually watch them until my last like year of college when Comedy Central was showing Kids in the Hall like oh. 23 hours a day. Oh. <laughs> like they would take a break to show South Park. And, and then go back. To- and then go back to Kids in the Hall. Wow. So I've seen every Kids in the Hall episode multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only seen the movie once. I've only seen the non Kids in the Hall show that they did, which mm-hmm. is called Death Comes to Town. Mm-hmm. I've only seen that once. I don't remember anything about either one of those two, um, except for like the characters uh, Don and Marv that appeared in oh, yeah. the revival series that just came out. Yeah. Like those were in Brain Candy, but otherwise I don't remember anything about either one of those two mm-hmm. things. So it's not a stretch to say that Kids in the Hall basically got me through my last year of college. Wow. So I love- You should have gone first because then I would have changed my opinion. <laughs> So I love Kids in the Hall. Oh. And I I did like the revival series. Wow. I did. I didn't love it. Um, I did like it a mm-hmm. lot. Like it felt, it kind of felt Chappelle show to me in that like the beginning kind of started off like a little like hit or miss. Mm-hmm. And then like as the series went on, it got stronger. And then the wheels kind of came off a little bit, but like in a good way. Yeah. Um, I believe it was episode seven. There was a recurring sketch where Mark McKinney plays this kind of like, it's called Tadley. And he's <laughs> kind of like a, you know, motivational speaker slash the more you know type guy yeah, yeah. and it's just like so like drugs were done oh yeah when that sketch was written like well and the whole real. thing like you know the 
they he comes to some sort of conclusion and this is the lesson you should learn and it goes tadly and then there's all these little stickers go on the screen like emojis like yeah, every emojis. random emoji and just it, like you know like a monkey was like you know like yeah. and hitting it, a keyboard randomly and all these emojis and it makes up. you kind of like freaked out like if <laughs> imagine if you're on something you're like you're you're totally cool with it if you actually did drugs right and this <laughs> you're you're sitting back there going this makes complete sense right. this is changing my world whereas if you're not like we were just kind of stone cold sober and shockingly we should yeah we should have we should have been drinking we should have been doing something yeah because i think that would have helped a lot it would have helped me anyway <laughs> well i did go see them when they went on tour around like oh two. Oh yeah uh they came to you're se- like a big fan i i was a big fan i even like back in the 90s you know, I went on the interwebs and I downloaded like a picture of all five guys because like me and two of my friends in college were such huge fans that like I made t-shirts for all of us wow. with like a picture of the kids in the hall on the front. And then like on the back, it was like top 10 funniest lines from kids in the hall. Wow. I don't think I still have that shirt. I think I gave it to like Goodwill or something. So this was point, like so. before Etsy. Yeah, totally. This I totally pre-Etsy. could have made like kids in the hall merch. Like unauthorized, but wow. yeah, anyway, so uh, I did appreciate that... Um, they have updated their humor a lot. So they acknowledge that they are old now. Right. Basically. Right. Like there was one really funny sketch called like 60 on the pole where, you know, it's they're like a bunch of grandpas and yeah. they're trying to be strippers. And, you know, one of them, like the zipper on his tracksuit gets stuck. So like his wife is in the audience and she has to come up and like undo it. And then, you know. So there's a lot of genius moments like that. Yeah, like totally. they're they're definitely inspired bits. Mm-hmm. I just I just didn't think the consistency was there. Like that one, the segment that uh, Dave Foley did. Uh, it was a recurring segment in the one episode of him as a radio guy in a post-apocalyptic... Yeah, apocalypse DJ or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and and I that was just sad to me. That was just like it made me want to not watch that anymore. Like every time it came on, I was like. Oh, Dave Foley with the suicidal DJ. That's just not funny. Like it was, and but I understand that's their oeuvre. Like that's their style is that they really try to push the envelope and they try to make people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what comedy is in a lot of ways too, right? Is like pushing the boundaries of what's comfortable. Um, so I get that. But at the same time, it's like, well, it's got to be funny too, though. Uh, the lady who's uh, 45 he was playing, she was like trending in oh. Canada. And I'm not going to lie, I had that song going through my head for a few days after we watched that episode too. Like, So the episode, what I'm talking about there in that segment and what Coco's referring to is he only has one record to play. So he's playing the... And it's a literal 45. It's a literal record. It's not... And it's roller skates or something like that. Brand I, new key by I, Melanie. Right. And uh, he said it enough times, I'm surprised that I forgot it. <laughs> But I always, always, I was thinking as he was dropping the needle on this same song over and over again, I was thinking, there's a song on the other side. It's a record. Like, play the other side. Like, for the love of God, man. But I, I understand why that was not happening because it's the bit, you know. Yeah. So, so. And they also, there were lots of, uh, like, throwaway lines to, like, diversity and stuff these days. Like, oh, you can't get away with that. Like, you know, this isn't the 80s and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I like that they're, you know, Saying, they're aware. Yeah, they're aware that they can't necessarily get away with stuff that they got away with back in the day, but they don't seem like the Chappelle sort to be upset about that. You know? So I know that they had problems with the, with the censors at CBC uh, back in the day. Um, <laughs> they don't have any censors at Amazon. So this is where I'm going with that. 
is that they uh, took full advantage of the fact that this is going to be the essential or I guess the equivalent to back in the day to being on HBO versus being on the CBC. So uh, you could do whatever you wanted to. And we had lots of we had frontal male nudity. Like the first sketch. The first sketch after was... After the credits in episode one, you see Dubla full frontal. Right. Like, yeah, and I was not prepared for that. I wasn't either. And, uh, I mean, how do you prepare for seeing naked kids in the hall? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, they're not going to show that in the trailer. I was the, like, wow, but we're that, kicking this off with a bang. Right, there we go. Is that, <laughs> there's some flopping going on there because they had to jump up and down. And and props to them. Like, oh, yeah, they're, yeah. They're not Brad Pitt, you know, right. like they're not <laughs> the Hollywood leading men. Like they look like 60 year old naked guys, you know, and they were they just care. like, here's my doings. <laughs> here's my bum. Here's my flabby bum and my my 80 pack, you know. <laughs> like, well, Kevin McDonald was naked twice and I, like he had in two separate skits mm-hmm. and he had no problem whatsoever, it seemed like. And it was yeah. it was kind of funny. It was like, you know, the one scene where he wanted his, his bath hot, hot. He kept complaining to the landlord about it, yeah. and that I didn't really find that all that funny. But it was it was interesting. It was nice to see. Mm-hmm. I think we need more of that kind of stuff. Like it's. I think Will Ferrell was kind of like the pioneer of that. Is like regular guy body mm-hmm. and regular people body in some ways. It's like you don't have to be a supermodel. You don't have to be like a Hollywood starlet. You don't have to be Brad Pitt. Like that's kind of funny. But right. it's but it's also. I think bringing down some uh, some of the barriers and some of the reluctance to that kind of thing is like, oh, that guy's ugly. It's like, well, it's just like you and I. I mean, it's right. just like everybody. We've we've said this before. We you know watch well, maybe a not lot you. of you. I mean, you got you got a better body. Than Stop. We've Kevin reviewed McDonald. a lot. That's that's <laughs> not. I mean, no offense to Kevin McDonald, but that's really not a compliment. I was just, just seeing if you were paying attention. Uh, we've reviewed a lot of European streaming series and that's one of the things that we consistently tend to call out that we enjoy about them is that people look normal yeah yeah. they aren't all impossibly beautiful with six packs like brad pitt like emma stone like ryan gosling you know they just look like or me normal people right exactly so so i do give them props for just you know being like yep here i am you know amazon's gonna let us do it so we're doing it (laughs) It's like, how many boundaries can we push? Let's push that and let's push the, uh, there was one other thing with the, with the vomiting. Like there was, there was one skit where there was actual vomiting. It was disgusting. Do you remember that one? I don't remember that one. And uh, like, so there were some things that the CBC wouldn't have allowed. I mean, the CBC probably would have allowed the rear uh, nudity, mm-hmm. you know, from the, from the behind. It's just uh, a bum. Just a bum, exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't, the the hopping up and down in front of the camera, full frontal, that that wouldn't have flown. <laughs> I will say, uh, you know, yeah, there were some sketches that were not. They they did bring back a lot of the characters mm-hmm. from the original mm-hmm. show. That was nice to see, which is good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there there was a sketch that Bruce did, and I cannot remember the name of the kid, but he's an overgrown kid, and he's got mm-hmm. his backpack, and he's in like an OBGYN office, like. Talking to ladies, and that wasn't. You know who he reminded me of in that skit? Who? Bubbles. Yes. So I'm wondering Bubbles. if Bubbles was like Bubbles from the Trailer Park Boys, which is also a huge Canadian hit. I yeah. wonder if he was sort of like an inspiration for Bubbles. I yeah. Wonder, that character, because uh, although Bubbles is smarter than that kid, but uh-huh. the thick glasses and the you know the yeah. innocence and stuff like that. Of, I thought yeah. that was interesting. So I liked uh, that they brought back some of the recurring characters. Some of the recurring characters, I wish 
<laughs> they brought back that didn't make an appearance, but there could be a new season mm-hmm. coming up. Apparently, uh, this past weekend was like make or break for whether they were going to renew another series because it was all over Twitter. Like yeah. Scott Foley and Dave, uh, Scott Thompson and Dave Foley were all over Twitter saying it'll be back. Make it. I mean, it. It'll be back. It's such a huge like show. Like it's, it's a built-in audience. You know. Yeah, it's iconic. I was always more of a Second City slash SCTV guy. Like I thought those guys were great and they were I wouldn't say necessarily traditional because they were edgy a little bit but it was more the target was TV and it was Mm -hmm. more concentrated and it was more relatable to me so I always liked SCTV better in in terms of Canadian troops Canadian comedy troops uh, than Kids in the Hall but you can't you can't understate their influence and the fact that they were you know they have some guests on these episodes that are people that are well-known and they're obviously fans of kids in the hall um so there's definitely it was definitely an influential troupe i just it's just not my brand of humor it's just not my style of humor and they had more extras in this season than i remember there being in seasons past Oh, other people talking or just like other people playing parts. Like oh, yeah. when uh, the Eradicator came back <laughs> and he was from like a 20-year coma. And so he's now he's playing like a young generation of squash players. And they actually had a couple like 20 or 30-something guys, which on the one hand I understand because all the kids in the hall are in their 60s. So you can't have, you know, the Eradicator coming back and playing a bunch of 60-year-old guys. But I don't remember there being so many extras with speaking parts mm-hmm. in the previous seasons and um and paul bellini too was he paul, played yeah he was only role. in it like you know once or like in the very first episode i think yeah. we only saw paul bellini and yeah. there was one episode uh i believe it was the last sketch of maybe episode two where they were like at and love employees were on a <laughs> zoom meeting and then they all start masturbating and it's like five of the kids in the hall and then like one lady of color right and i'm like why didn't you just bring the sixth or no it was four kids in the hall wasn't it i thought it was they were all there were they all there yeah because i thought i thought one of them was missing and i was like why didn't they just bring in all of them i don't know so. and that was just a really uncomffortable skit too i thought it was just <laughs> it like, was really fun it you was saw funny Mark mckinney's ass in it too so speaking of like nudity <laughs> well you know? it was like it was it was nice that they tried a zoom skit because that's <laughs> yeah. very much of today right and very contextual and and very modern and they would have done something like that Back in the day, you know, they would have done something contextual, um, and I, I, I like the idea of it. I just, it just completely deteriorated and went down this the masturb- masturbatory path that I thought that was kind of easy. I thought it was kind of a you know kind of an easy way to do that skit, but the way that they did it with the you know you we we gave you a drink and it, it tracks when you're masturbating. So whenever you're masturbating, your screen will light up in red. And I thought, well, that's a good concept like Mm -hmm. you're doing something you shouldn't be doing and your screen is going to light up like that's if we did that on zoom meetings there would like people were not wearing pants and zoom meetings anymore i mean why would you (laughs) and the first person who got popped for masturbating was uh danny who if you remember from the original show wasn't a porno movie called room service so (laughs) because the head of at and love like randomly found it at Blockbuster or something and called Danny into his office and was like, Danny, is this you? And you know? <laughs> yeah. So this is also a, a bit of a study of the modern comedy approach in that, to me anyway, is that some people say that, and this applies to stand-up too, is that some people say that 
comedians will introduce something that's not funny to make the other stuff funnier. And so my thought is like, what happened to the funny stuff? <laughs> All right. So what, what grade do you give it then? Oh, I'm 6.8. It's got to be. No, no. You, you can't go hard on it and be like, it wasn't funny. And then give it like basically the same thing that you give everything. I'll give it a five. I was just kidding. Wow. Yeah. That's still higher than I thought. You can't, you're not doing this because of me, are you? Yes, I am, actually. <laughs> I don't want to sleep on the couch. I slept on the couch last night, but that's because I couldn't sleep. So if anybody's moving to the couch, it's me because well, I, I'm going to worry about like tossing and turning and waking you up. I think it was because I was snoring and you're just being kind. Not last night. <laughs> so out of 10, no, no, you're doing 26 letters, aren't you? So yeah, yeah. what do you give it, uh, not adults? I give it like a B. A B, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, did it meet your expectations? Because you know, we were talking off air about this, and that you were uh, before we watched it, you were like, "I wonder if it's going to be one of those things where I, I liked it back in the day, and now I don't like it because I've, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of time has passed. Yeah, a lot of things have happened in your life, and it changes you, and everything. And the, mm-hmm. Do you have the same sense of humor? Blah blah blah. But that seemed like it didn't play into this. You 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 liked it just the same or not? I. I liked it almost the same. Almost like the same. Like, I would want to go back and rewatch more of the original episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Which we like, did do, actually. We, we did watch, like, three or so of the original right. episodes after this. And then um, I had to leave the room. Well, also, it was, like, late. So, wasn't it late? Or you had to, like, drive your daughter back to her mom's house or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something, but, you know, quote-unquote late. Yeah. So... I would want to watch more of them because I have like such fond memories of the original mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know so I would like to see more to see how it compares like I think I did start off like you know the full frontal was just like oh okay we're in this and then like but then I did I was a little bit disappointed with how it started but then like I said it felt like it mm-hmm. picked up speed like as they as they went along so I was interested cuz the way we watched it back in the day is you had no idea what the sequence was or anything right. like that like they just showed up and you watched mm-hmm. them right on CBC and I was interested to see that the very first skit on the very first episode was the eradicator and the eradicator was that was like a good 5 minute skit <laughs> like 5 to 7 minutes long and it was interesting the way they did that is that like nowadays the skits are a lot shorter, they're a lot punchier and they're a lot, you know, when they have a longer skit, they do like they did with the radio thing as they spread it out over the course of the episode and intermingle other other skits in between. Um, so I thought that was that was interesting, but it's I think it's definitely an acquired taste. If you were if you liked them before, I think it's worth going in on. I mean, it's eight episodes and yeah. they're under a half hour. And they're short, yeah. So you can you can knock this out in like three and a half hours right. easy. Also, shadowy men on a shadowy planet yes back with the theme music yes so and they're sharp too and they're actually in this whereas in the other one they're not in the like the intro part it's all Mm -hmm. the characters it's all the actors i should say the comedians Mm -hmm. in the original because we watched it and in the newer version they're actually playing there's shots of them playing the song i think in the last season there might have been one shot of them playing the song for like a second in the credits so like the guy from wheel of fortune who all of a sudden just keeps showing up in the no not at all <laughs> no so these guys I... have talent wow that, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming i did not see that coming all right so anything else to add not adults um please amazon bring us another season mm-hmm. like you got the money come on like i don't see how they don't do it yeah, I mean, they've got like all five of the original seasons on. They've got this season. It's a known brand. It's Canadian content, which 
the streaming services in Canada must provide a certain percentage of, uh, as in terms of, like like the CRTC in Canada requires global and CTV and all them to have a certain amount of Canadian. So they're going in that direction. So this would be a very easy way to do that. Yeah, and it's got forty years of name recognition behind it, practically. So thirty five. And so the, why would you not? The guys haven't really changed all that much. I mean, right. some of them have puffed up a little bit, as we all do. But Bruce and Scott basically look exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. Like, Bruce has a little bit more gray in his hair, but otherwise, they look exactly the same. And, they, and they're and they easily recognizable. Like, yeah. all of them, you, you know who they are immediately. Yeah. It's not like sometimes when you see guys, like, 40 years ago, and you see them now, and you're like, or, what happened? Or you look at a Kardashian from 10 years ago, and now here they are, like, three nose jobs and a brow lift later, and you're like, wow, that's not just this is a good con- time for us to go. That's not just contouring. Time to go. So, for another edition of the podcast, thank you very much for listening, listener. I'm not Coco. And I'm not Dolph. <laughs>